Welcome to the Journey Student Ministry Podcast. We're glad you're here. JSM exists to engage students in the process of knowing Jesus Christ. We pray that this podcast engages you and encourages you to be more like Him. Hey, what's up, middle school? How y'all doing? Y'all doing well? Man, I got to say, man, um, before we dive into everything tonight, man, um, man, I missed you guys last week. I was not here. I was taking a, a, a minty, I guess a, a vacation, um, trying to just rejuvenate, trying to get my mind back focused, man. But I miss you guys, man. I was able to watch online. Lindsay did a phenomenal job. You guys get up for Lindsay real quick. Get up for Lindsay real quick. She did a phenomenal job. Um, before we even dive into the message, man, and dive into how to study the Bible, you guys have been talking about that in small group, right? Good job, good job. Are you guys getting anything out of that? Good, 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 man. I'm glad you are because at the end of the day, our desire is for you to go deeper in your knowledge of the Lord. So you guys remember, man, for the last two weeks, we have been, um, you guys have been taking notes. Believe it or not, man, I had about 30 middle, 30, maybe 30 middle schools actually put their name in for the drawing that I promise you guys that we'll do a drawing tonight for the student that took notes. Um, I put all, your, all those names into a... Um, into a, I think it was a coffee mug, and then I had my friend Jordan to pull out a name. And tonight, before we get anything started for us, dive into the message, man. I have a, I have a, how much is that? 50 buckaroos. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, God. Hold on, hold on. I need, you, I got, you got to do that again. Hold on one second, hold on. How much is that again? How much is do it one more time. 50 buckaroos. 50 buckaroos. 50 buckaroos. I, I, I was just going to say 50. I was going to say 50. 50. 50. Everybody say 50. 50. 50. Good job. Good job. So um, when I finished cutting the names, I put them all in one uh, in the cup. And there was one student. How many of you guys actually took notes? You took notes. How many of you guys actually took notes? Good, good, good. Give yourself a hand real quick. Give yourself a hand real quick. Now, this is a, everybody is a winner. Everybody is a winner. And you're like, you're like, well, Patrick, that's not, that's not, that's not true. No, you got something out of it. You, you, you learned how to study the Bible. You took notes. You got something out of it. But unfortunately, man, this is not upward where everybody's going to get a trophy. Only one person will win this $50 gift card. And if you think you're that person, raise your hand. Think of that person, raise your hand. Now, you can't raise your hand if you didn't submit your name and say you actually took notes. That means that you're not in the contest. All right, so here we go. Uh, give me a drum roll real quick. Give me a drum roll real quick. And the young lady, go ahead and tell you the young lady's name that I pulled, the young lady, the young lady's name that I pulled tonight, well, th- this evening, is no other, no, not Olivia. It's Miss Ella Floyd. Miss Ella Floyd. Where's Miss Ella? Come on, Ella. Come on, Ella. Come get your gift card. Ella, like, she's like, I don't know what to do. Come on on stage and get your gift card, girl. Come on on stage, get your gift card. Here you go. Good job, girl. Good job. Good job. Good job. Hey, take your parents out of something or do something for them. Get 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 them a, a like a dollar hamburger or something. They'll love you even more. To, hey, give them a limit like they give you a limit. Give them a limit like they get you a limit. All right, so give me one. Give me two. 
Hey, let's go ahead and dive straight into it, man, because I have about 29 minutes to get through all of this information. Let's pray. God, thank you so much for this day. Thank you so much for the opportunity to hang out with these wonderful students and leaders. I ask right now in the name of Jesus that you hide me behind the cross. I pray right now, God, that your word, that your word will enlighten our minds so that we can hear from you, so that we can see who you are. And I pray right now, God, in the name of Jesus, that you have your way in this place. Remove any distractions, God, that will hinder us from hearing from you. Thank you so much for your grace and for your mercy. We pray all this in your son's name. Amen. I mean, I'm going to give you guys a review real quick. Um, remember I talked about on um, the first night um, how um, in 2 Timothy 3 and 16 that all scripture is inspired by God for correction and reproof um, so that we are co- equipped to do everything that God has called us to do. And then I kind of gave you guys um, like several different methods that come when you're studying the Bible. The very first one was preparation. What does preparation mean? What does that mean? I need to be prepared. So what do I do when I'm preparing to study the Bible? What do I do? What's the first thing that you, that you probably should do? You, well, that, is, that is correct. You need to have a Bible. What's the next thing you need to do? You need to read it. Before you read it, what do you need to do? Say it again. You need to pray. You need to pray and ask God's presence into the place. The next one is interpretation. You want to interpret what the Bible is being said. What was the author's intent when it was written? After that, you have application. How does this apply to my life? And then you have clarification that you go back and study what has been taught so you can make sure that the person that's teaching you is teaching you everything correctly. Please do that every single time, whether it's myself, Lindsay, or whoever's on the stage. You guys, I highly suggest that you go back and study to make sure that we did this thing right because at the end of the day, we are human. We make mistakes. We don't have everything together, man. Like I said before in the first message, there have been times I have butchered text and I have just pretty much just made it look bad. So at the end of the day, you want to make sure you go back and study that. The Bereans would go back and study in the, um, in the book of Acts to make sure everything that Paul was teaching them was absolutely correct and you guys should do the same. Now we're going to go ahead and dive straight into this, man. We talked about the, this book, 1 John, and who is the author of 1 John? Hold on, ask a question. Is it John the Baptist or John the Apostle? Which one? John the Apostle. John the Apostle, are you sure? All right, here we go. If you think it's John the Baptist, uh, raise your hand. If you think it's John the Apostle, raise your hand. Good job, good job. Let me ask you this question here. Hold on one second. If I rose my, if I had actually raised my hand for John the Baptist, how many of you guys would have raised your hand? <laughs> Y'all are funny, man. I told you to go back and study to make sure I'm teaching everything right. All right, so here we go. Um, there was a big word that I used called Gnosticism. And basically what that is, man, is that the people there was teaching that God, that Jesus was not in physical form. They was teaching there was no need for repentance at all. So this is why John is writing the book. Um, so let's go ahead and read 1 John verses 5 through 10 real quick. Let's go ahead and read this on the back screen real quick. Let's read it. This is the message we have heard from him and proclaimed to you that God is light and in him, in, and in him is no darkness at all. If we say we have fellowship with him while we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. 
If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. Verse nine, which is one of my, this is one of my favorite verses, favorite verses in the Bible. If we confess our sin, he is faithful and faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Verse 10, if we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. When I did this the first time, I told you guys to make sure that you kind of pick out keywords in um, in the verse so you can kind of know exactly what you're talking about. So we're going to go through this real quick and you're going to see different ver- different words that are kind of highlighted. We have the message. What is the message? What message do you think they're talking about? The message, what message are they talking about? Like God's word. God's word. What was the message that was being taught? What, was the me- what is the main message that is being taught across the stage? Here, what's the main message that is being taught um, across, across the country as it relates to Jesus? What's the message being taught? What message is that? Say it again. What about God? Give, put, um, give me more detail. To believe in God. That's the message. They say, hey, they heard this message. Who, the, who is the him? Who is him? Who is him? What him are they referring to? They refer to God or Jesus. I proclaim to you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. Verse six. I'm just going to kind of go through this real quick. We, you see that several times, say um, fellowship him we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. Practicing the truth is what John is asking the people there to do. Verse 7, you see this whole word again. We, you see walk, you see light as he, you see he's referring to Jesus. You see light again, you see we, we have fellowship. You see all these different words. Um, when we were reading this, the first week I did this, there, was, there are other words that were mentioned like we. You saw all this mentioned several times. And a lot of times, whenever you see the words mentioned or something repeated in the Bible, it means it's very, very important. And then you have the blood of Jesus. His son cleanses from all sin. You see us and you see the word all sin. That's all sin. That's every single thing we've ever done. Then verse eight, it says we, you see that again. You see say again. You see no sin. You see deceive ourselves. You see truth. That was mentioned several times. You see us. And then here we go with the other one. You have confess our sins. It's personal. He is talking to Jesus. Jesus is faithful. He is just. What does he do? He forgive us of our sins. That's personal again. Those are our sins. That nobody, that your mama sins, that your daddy sins. They're our sins. He cleansed us from all unrighteousness. That's every single thing that you do. And then verse 10 says this. If we say um, say you see sin again, you see we, you see um, him, which refers to Jesus, you make him out a liar. And you see word, you see all these different words that are represented in these five verses. And if you go back and read verses one through 10, you see a lot of these words repeated several times, several times. And then when you look at it, all those words are important. All those words are important. We want to make sure you highlight those words. If you have an analog Bible, we talk, Bobby talks about that all the time. And see, like, let's go ahead and go get to the part where you see the word light mentioned. Like, Jesus is represented um, in the Bible by physical item that teaches a spiritual truth. So we teach a spiritual truth. The first one you see is light. See this light. Everybody say light. light. Everybody say light. light. Everybody say light. light. It represents the true knowledge and the presence of God. It's true knowledge and the presence of God. The next one you see is... Food. Food is doing the will of 
God. Jesus says the reason why he came was to do the will of the Father, period. It's represented by food. And the next one here is when. Whatever you see, when is represented by the Holy Spirit. In the book of Acts, the Bible said it came by like a mighty rushing wind. It represents the Holy Spirit. So whenever you see uh, wind mentioned in the Bible, it's a representation of the Holy Spirit. And the other one is water. Um, you see the Holy Spirit within believers. Um, that's what is mentioned. Like all those words mean something. So you have to make sure you go back and look up those words. Lindsay talked about this last week about using a concordance. If you don't have a concordance, a lot of you guys have phones right now. You can type it in on your phone in Google, man, and Google will give you almost every single thing that you need to know. But you want to make sure when you use Google that you actually are on a good site because some sites are actually, um, they're really, really bad for you to go, go to. All right, so here we go. Uh, remember I told you, man, different um, methods, and I talked about observation. So let's go ahead and observe what is being said in this particular verse. A couple of things that we see. We see God and we see humans. Question. What are humans? What? <laughs> I'm just testing. I'm just testing you. I'm just testing. Give me one. Give me two. I want to make sure we don't have any aliens in here. Do we have any aliens in here? We got aliens. Okay, if you're an alien, raise your hand. Okay, I'm an alien too. I'm an alien too. All right, give me one. Give me two. All right, so observation. You see God and humans in the text in these five verses. Not only that, you see truth and you see lies. The next thing that you see, you see light and you see darkness. Uh, the next thing you see, you see unity and disunity. That Hey, that may, that's a person that is connecting with God and there's a person that's not connecting with God. You see actions and attitude. You see a solid foundation and you see a rocky foundation. We're either on a solid foundation or we're on a rocky foundation. That's why he says, if you confess your sins, if you do this, God is faithful and just and he will do this for you. All right, so let's go ahead and break down each one of these awesome verses real quick. Um, verse five says this, verse five says this, this is the message we heard from him and proclaimed to you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. So I kind of broke these down just so you guys could understand it. Um, verse five basically is this. We ignore the message of Jesus being the light. When, when John is writing this, he is writing this to a group of people that's basically saying that Jesus was not in physical form. And what John is telling them, we can proclaim this to you and we're telling you, we saw this with our own eyes, that Jesus is light. Because light represents what? What does light represent? What does light represent? Say it again. Okay, the presence of God. Good job, good job. That's, that's good, good, good. All right, here we go. Let's do verse six real quick. Verse six says, if we say we have fellowship with him while we walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. So I'm breaking this down. This is what it says. We ignore and we cover up our sins. All of us do that. Every single person in here covers up their sins. How do you cover up your sins? Man, y'all want to teach this? I ain't got to teach it. Y'all go ahead and come ahead and teach it. You want to teach it? You don't want to do it. She like, she like, she like this. We be lying, we be lying, we lying, we lying, we lying, we lying. Hold on, hold on one second, hold on one second. Let, let, me, let, let me test your Bible knowledge real quick. There, there, were, there were some people in the Bible that did something wrong. That, that. Okay, okay, all right, here we go, here we go. I, I'm going to test you again, I'm going to test you again. I'm going to test you again. You said Adam and Eve. 
There was, there was this guy that was anointed king, decided not... Okay, 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 all right, okay, okay, all right, okay, all right. See if you're going to get this one. There was this guy that received a message from the Lord to go and preach to a... Well, hold on, hold on. You got, hey, you got to let me finish. You got to let me finish before, before you can. You're going to get it wrong. That received a message from the Lord, and he told God that I don't want to preach anymore. I don't want to do what you're telling me to do. Who? No, not Jonah. Not Jonah. Not Jonah. Who is it? Who? No, it ain't me. It ain't me. I uh, I mean, I'm old, but I'm not that old. Like, come on, man. Not Peter. It's Old Testament. This, This is the only guy in the Bible that God told him in his word that he could not get married. It's the only guy. No. So you don't know that. Go and figure that out. Hey, if you can figure that out, let me know. I'll tell you who it is. The guy's name is Jeremiah. The name is Jeremiah. <laughs> All right, here we go. Verse 7. Verse 7. Let's keep going. Verse 7. I got like 15 minutes. He says, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanse us from all sin. When I break that verse down is this. Fellowship is real when we acknowledge the light. Who is the light? Who is the light? So I got to acknowledge the light. All right, the next verse, next verse. All right, here we go. Let me read verse eight. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. Our words and actions often do not line up. If we say we're following God, we should walk that way. If we say we're doing this, we should do this. It should line up. If you say that you're a Christian, if you say that you love Jesus, you should act that way. The thing I love about John is this. John is so honest. He holds back no punches. John, like, just hitting you straight in the face. John, like, man, you jacked up. John, like, stop lying. That's what John's like. John's like, man, stop doing what you're doing. That's what John said. He said it should line up. It's almost like this. You're one way on Wednesday night, but you're another way when you're at school. You're one way at home, but you're one way at church. And John says, man, basically... Just let your words line up. The next one is this, verse 9. It says this. It says, I I can repeat this one because I know. He says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. This is what this one means. Jesus has always been honest with us, and now now it's the time to be honest with him. Just be honest with Jesus, man, because there are two people that really know, knows what's going on in your life. There are two people. Two people. That's you and that's Jesus. Because I can promise you this. You ain't telling your friends everything that you're doing. Nor are you telling your parents. I promise you not. All right, verse 10, verse 10 here. Verse 10 says, if we say we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. So let's break this one down. Don't make him out a liar because it's a slap in the face to his death on a cross. When we say we haven't done anything, when we say we, um, there's no such thing as sin, because the people that um, back in this time when this is written, that was written, they were saying, we don't sin. We, we're perfect. We got everything together. There's no such thing as sin. And believe it or not, there are certain people, even to this day, that believes. I was watching um, an episode. I, I don't think the show even comes on now. 
Steve Harvey had this lady on there and she was talking about she was perfect, that she doesn't sin. And I'm saying like, man, where have I heard that from? And I was like, you know what? I've read that in the Bible that people actually think that, they, that they're perfect just because you have a relationship with Jesus. You got everything together. There is only one person that I know of that was completely righteous in all aspects of his life, and that is Jesus. I promise you, some of y'all are probably even sinning right now. Some of us, we sin. We do things we have no business doing. We have negative thoughts. We have bad thoughts. We do things that does not bring glory to God. So that's the observation in each verse. So now we've done observation. Let's go ahead and do interpretation. I want to interpret what verses 5 through 10 had to say. First thing is this. Our ability to acknowledge our sinful nature leads to consistent fellowship with Jesus. He said, if we walk in the light, we have fellowship with believers. He said, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins. The next one says this. Our ability to confess our sins cleanses our heart, mind, and spirit and allows us, to, allows us to communicate with Jesus. Why is it important to communicate with Jesus? Why is that important? Why is that important? That's right. It's part of a relationship. You communicate with your friends, right? You be on the phone. You be texting your friends like they ain't no tomorrow. You just texting them. Better yet, y'all be texting each other and y'all actually sitting in the same row. Girl, what you doing? I'm at church. Man, are you listening to Patrick? Mm-mm. I can't wait till he stop talking. Now y'all don't do that. Y'all don't do that. Y'all do it. You know, y'all better not be doing that. Let me catch you doing that if you want to. I take your phone and take pictures on them. That's what I do. All right, here we go. All right, here we go. The next one. The next one is this. So we're interpret- interpreting what is being taught. Our ability to know and study the word allows spiritual growth that leads us out of darkness into his marvelous light. When we study God's word, it brings you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Why does it do that? Because it corrects our lives so that we can be more like him. That's why we do that. That's why we do it. So we know we've had observation. We had interpretation. And what's the next one? Application. You're absolutely right. It's application. So how do how does this apply to my life? Let me tell you a few things that happens when we, uh, when we walk with the Lord. We have true fellowship with Jesus and other believers. That's one thing that happens. Another thing that happens is we prove his word to be true. Like we acknowledge that there is sin. There is sin in the world. There is sin in the world. The next thing that we do is that we prove that we need a savior every day of our life. You need Jesus every day that ends in Y. Every day that ends in why you need Jesus and Christmas, but Christmas does not end in the why. <laughs> All right, here we go. The next one is that we see that sin is real and we all need cleansed. We all need to be cleansed. All need to be washed. All need to be washed. I, I've had the pleasure, man, to go into a lot of winter camps, a lot of winter camps. And there's something about cabin. I don't know if it's cabin six or whatever cabin it is, the one that's all, almost down to the end. I don't know what it is, but let me tell you something. There's something that happens when sixth grade boys go to winter camp. It'll change your life. Let, let, me, let me finish telling the story. Let me finish telling the story. If you have if any leaders in here that have not had the opportunity to experience winter camp and you have boys, I promise you, you've experienced it um, and it'll change your life forever because the scent that you're going to get, the three hours that we actually have been on site, you will wonder why do they smell so bad? 
Like, what is going on? I had a friend of mine, man. It was his first year. Give me one. Give me two. It was his first year going to winter camp, and I thought I almost, like, pretty much, I thought, I, I thought he was going to quit that day, and he was like, Patrick, I, like, this is crazy. Like, this smells bad. All they're doing is passing gas and spraying Axe body spray. Like, not, 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 not. imagine, just think about this for a second. Imagine what that smells like. I, I know what it smells like. It's a smell you'll never forget. Give me one. Give me two. All right, so here we go. So now that we went through application, um, with observation, with the interpretation, let's go ahead and do application. How does this apply to my life? First thing is this. We need to do, uh, question is, how can we have true fellowship and walk with Jesus? The first thing, we need to do a spiritual checkup. Spiritual checkup. Whenever I go to the doctor, the doctor checks me up. He checks me out, makes sure everything is right with my health, to make sure I'm healthy. He checks my blood pressure, my cholesterol, and does all that good stuff. And when we do a spiritual checkup, don't cover up your mess. I do not live a lie. Like, you don't cover up your mess. You don't say, man, I don't, I don't want, I, I'm going to live the way I want to live. You can't cover up your stuff. We talked about there are two people um, in, in the book of Genesis. You said Adam and Eve. They tried to cover up their sin. And what John is saying is this. Because Jesus Christ is the light, there's no darkness in him at all. And because there's no darkness in him, there should be any darkness in, in us at all. Don't cover up your mess. The next thing that you do when you do a spiritual checkup, you walk the walk and you talk the talk. What, what does that mean? What does that mean? Say it again. Oh, okay. Say it, say it one more time. Y'all say it all together. Now, the whole row say it all together. Say it again. Say it one more time. Come on. All right, here we go. One, two, three. Look at y'all. They so smart. Look at y'all. Give them a hand real quick. Give them a hand real quick. You are absolutely right. Listen to this verse real quick. Listen to this verse. Listen to verse 7 to 8. He says, but if you walk in the light as he is in the light, you have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanse us from all sin. If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not in us. I talk the talk. I walk the walk. If I, if I say I'm walking with Jesus... My walk and my talk is going, to lie, is going to be the same. Nothing is different about it at all. Nothing is different. Nothing is different. Next one is, is this. When I do a spiritual check, I get the stank off. I get the stank off. How do I get the stank off? Man, you know what? I used to be a sixth grade boy, and I can remember. I'm, I'm talking about me right now. Give me one. Give me two. And I would go outside as a little boy, and I would run. Okay, now, now, when I was you guys' age, we were not allowed to be in the house. Let me go ahead and finish telling you this. You could not be in the house. You stayed outside from sunup to sundown. And you played basketball, you played baseball, you played kickball, you played dodgeball, you played no ball, you played every single thing you want. You, 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 would, you would leave the house that morning and you would be dirty when you come back. You would come in, you could have a little lunch, but you had to get right back outside. You could not play in the house. Now, when I came back in the house around 6 o'clock, because it was getting dark at sometimes 6, 7 o'clock, I had a stink on me. I mean, it was stinking. 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 It was stinking. It was real stinking. 
And this is what I would try to do. Listen, listen real quick. This is what I would try to do. I would change clothes right, and I would get in the bed. Hold on, hold on. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, listen, all of a sudden, I hear my mom call my name, Pat. Pat. Yes, ma'am. You take a shower, boy? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'll be like, I'll be like this. Hold on. I wash up under my arms. Don't that work? No, it does not. I, I mean, I get out bed. There were times, man. I got a lot of whoopings. See, y'all, y'all don't get whoopings. I got whoopings because I would not take a shower. This is the thing. Listen, listen real quick. When you get the stank off, you gotta take you gotta take a shower. You you gotta take a bath. You gotta get that stank off of you so that you can smell good. It's the same way as it relates to your spiritual walk with Jesus. You confess your sins, you get it off. Because this is the thing. I told you this earlier. There are only two people that know that you stink. That is Jesus and you. And some, now, there are some of y'all in here that's stinking. You stink. And you need to confess yourself. So you got to get the stink off of you. I confess my sins because I know Jesus is a forgiving God. That is the application for verses 5 through 10. Thanks again for listening to the Journey Student Ministry Podcast. If you need help taking your next step, email our team at jsmnextsteps at journeycommunity.net.